Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the seventh episode of Subtle Lyrics, a poetry podcast organized on Spotify by me. Let me introduce myself. I'm Shohar Dutey. I'm an author, a columnist, and a stylist. Also, I'm a fellow of the Royal Asiatic Society of London. So, ladies and gentlemen, today, as per the earlier episodes, this is a quite a similar episode because we do not have a poet with us. We have someone who is, in fact, an inspiration to millions of poets around the world. Rabindranath Tagore. Rabindranath Tagore is celebrating his 159th birth anniversary today. Let's talk about why Bengal prays to a poet. For Bengalis, Tagore's birth date in the Western calendar, the Gregorian calendar, is just like it is for holy festivals. The poet is celebrated like a god. Indeed, the Bengalis they know the same songs. It is a shared register of largely Tagore songs with a sprinkling of Madhunik songs from some by Kajinajul Islam, the national poet of Bangladesh. You'd be hard-pressed to find any Bhadralok home without a copy of Gita Bitan, a compilation of roughly 2300 Tagore songs organized by team. Bangalis, whatever they are, they have these Tagore things within them. It is the current fashion to be scornful of the Bengali devotion to Rabindranath Tagore. Devotion is the right word. The homes of the people I visit during summer vacations in Kolkata would have framed the portraits of Rabindranath Tagore on their walls. They would not call Rabindranath Tagore by their name. They would call him by his sobriquets, Gurudev, Kavi Guru, Vishwakavi, Kavi Thakur. The Thakur name though has a similarity to his surname, he being regarded here as a poet god. Born on the 7th of May, Tagore celebrated his birthday on the 25th day of Baishak, the first month in the Bengali calendar, a complicated lunisolar system that Amartya Sen has written about in the argumentative Indian. It is a practice that continues even today. Though his body of work he has written throughout uh, decades, and through it he continues to give people ample fodder to defy him. When Rabindra Sangeet is most known, Tagore has also invented a dance style called Rabindranitya. A britti or dramatic recitation is another way to engage with his poetry. This year, as we celebrate Tagore's 159th birth anniversary, Bengali Association in Mumbai, which is always seen around in earlier years as a full-blown cultural program dedicated to poetry, music and dance, as it always does, but there is nothing today due to this COVID-19 lockdown that has taken the whole world by a stand to a standstill. Rabindranath Tagore was a fellow at the Royal Asiatic Society of London, also known by his Spain name Bhanushinga Thakur, and was also known by his sobriquets, as I said earlier, Gurudev, Kavi Guru, and Vishwakavi. He was a polymath, a poet, musician, artist, and Ayurveda researcher from the Indian subcontinent. The Sare Gamapa Caravan Mini is loaded with over 351 timeless Rabindra Sangeets, the perfect accompaniment to your days in lockdown. I would like to recite a poem by Rabindranath Tagore, the Nobel laureate, and this poem is based on the current situation. When the whole world is scared about the drastic prevailing conditions of the COVID-19 and how long they'll be prolonged, for the mind is without fear, and the head is held high. When knowledge is free, for the world has not been broken up into fragments by narrow domestic worlds, where words come out from the depth of truth, where tireless striving stretches its arms towards perfection, where the clear stream of reason has not lost its way into the gray desert sand of dead habit, by thee, 
into ever-widening thought of action, into that heaven of freedom, my father, let my country awake. This poem is a romanticized Chitto Jathabhai Shunna poem written by the 1913 Nobel laureate, the first Asian to win the Nobel Prize and the first non-European to achieve the great honor, Rabindranath Tagore, before India's independence. It represented Tagore's vision of a new and an awakened India. The original poem was published in 1910 and was included in the 1910 collection Gitanjali and in Tagore's own translation in his 1912 edition. But the mind is without fear, which is a poem 35 of Gitanjali and is one of Tagore's most anthologized poems, is an expression of the poet's reflective spirit and contains a simple prayer for his country, the India of pre-independence times. So this poem, as I told you earlier, was written basically on the pre-independent India. Tagore was also a nationalist. He has books on nationalism and he renounced his title, the uh, the third title or the knighthood which had the British government had given for his apprehensions and he apprehended and uh, condemned the 1919 Jallian Wallabagh massacres and he had given it away. Rabindranath Tagore has much to do with my entering poetry. When I first started writing poetry, I always looked up to Tagore. There are hundreds and thousands of poets around the world. We have even great poets like Geoffrey Chaucer, but Rabindranath Tagore is always my favorite. He, in his creations, he carries the perfect blend of what a person, a Bengali, can correlate to. His work is the mirror of Bengal, a Bengali art and culture, Bengali heritage and everything. Rabindranath Tagore is not only a person, he is an inspiration. Rabindranath Tagore is not a name, he is an attitude. He is exemplifies the glory of poetry and substantiates it with hundreds and millions of poems and music around the world being inspired from his writings. So Rabindranath Tagore has two national songs to his name. The first is Janagonamano, that is the Indian national anthem, and the second is the national anthem of Bangladesh, which is Amar Shona Bangla, composed during 1905 Bengal partition. I would like to say Rabindranath Tagore is one of the best and the most humongously recognized poets in India. His father was Rabindranath Tagore, a leader of the Brahmo Samaj, which was a new religious sect in 19th century Bengal and which attempted a revivalism of the ultimate monoistic basis of Hinduism as laid down in the Upanishads. Rabindranath was educated at home and although at 17 he was sent to England for formal schooling, he did not finish his studies there. Returning back, he studied poetry. Rabindranath was honored by the knighthood in 1915, but within a few years he resigned the honor as a protest against British policies and atrocities in India. Tagore had early successes as a writer in the native Bengal, with his translations of some of his poems became widely known in the West. In fact, his fame attained a luminous height, taking him across continents on lecture tours and tours of friendship. For the world, he became the voice of India's spiritual heritage, and for India, especially for Bengal, he became a great living institution. Tagore wrote successfully in all literary genres, but he was the first of all poem. Among his 50 and odd volumes of poetry are Manasi, the Idle One, Sonar Tori, 1894, The Golden Boat, Kitanjali, Song Offerings, Giti Malio, Wrath of Songs, and Balaka, The Flight of Cranes. The English renderings of his poetry, which include The Gardener, Fruit Gathering, and The Fugitive, did not necessarily correspond to particular volumes in the original Bengali, and in spite of his title, Kitanjali Song Offerings, the most acclaimed to them contain poems from other works besides his namesake. Tej's major plays are Raja, the King of the Dark Chamber, Dark Ghar, the Post Office, Achcha 
Achalayatan, the immovable, Muktadhara, the waterfall, Rakto Korobi, Red Oleanders. He is the author of several volumes of short stories and a number of novels among them include Gora, Ghorebaire, and Jogajog. Besides this, he wrote musical grammars, dance grammars, essays of all types, travel diaries, and two biographies, I should say autobiographies, one in his middle years and the other shortly before his death in 1941. Tagore left numerous drawings and paintings and songs of which he musicalized for himself. Rabindranath Tagore was not only, in fact, uh, what he is now, he is a god recognized around the world for his contributions to poetry. He became the voice of India's spiritual heritage, art and culture, and mirroring this Bengali heritage around the world. And for India, especially for Bengal, he became a great living institution and a living legend.